And I think Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU insider, he is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? Hey, Bill. Great to be on your show. How are you doing? Doing good. Hey, you know, like I said, there's been a lot with the Lions and you know yeah. Michigan in the national championship game in football. But quietly, Izzo has his team, I think, where he wants them to be right now. Doing pretty well. They're up to nine and five now. They've lost, they've won five straight games, beginning with that game against Baylor in Detroit, and uh, they got a lot done during Christmas break. That's when Izzo really likes to have two a day practices and work on themselves. And they had something that they really needed to gear, get geared up for, and that was that December thirtieth game against Indiana State. Indiana State is superb. That's a team to keep an eye on for your brackets in March the way they can shoot at all five positions, and they run real quick actions to get those guys covered. Michigan State put a lot into that game against Indiana State, and they won 87-75, to 75, and they needed every ounce of that preparation, which carried over to good three-point shooting, free-throw shooting, and all that. And then last night you saw the residuals just blowing Penn State out 92-61. to 61. Indiana State's much better than Penn State, by the way. Now can Michigan State can get it to carry over Sunday at Northwestern, a good Northwestern team that holds a big victory over Purdue, but struggled with Illinois earlier this week. So the Big Ten season, the Big Ten race, uh, really getting going in earnest here the first week of January, and Michigan State's got their legs under them. Yeah, they really do. Uh, And he has the right rotation now, and it goes back to that Baylor game. And even when you look at putting up 92 last night against Penn State, Spartans are playing some defense since that Baylor game. I really think defense creates offense, and they are looking really good on both ends of the floor. You're exactly right. The defense changed against Baylor, and you can see it. It gets back to Michigan State in their classic, what Izzo calls elbow block coverage. Some people might call it pack line defense. Michigan State got away from that a little bit earlier in the year with some full court pressure because they thought they would have a deeper playing group and they wanted to tire themselves out, tire out the opponent. But with some injuries to Kohler, and then um, I talked to Izzo about it after practice two weeks ago, and he said the full court pressure caused Michigan State to maybe get away from some of their principles in terms of half court defense. They stopped with the full-court pressure, and it was the Baylor game, like you said, where they really started to shrink the court and cut down on gaps. And it was a little bit dangerous against them because Baylor has excellent shooters. But Michigan State went back to their staples, and uh, Baylor couldn't get enough going over the top. And Michigan State has carried that on with a good defensive play. Jaden Akins has become a different defensive player. He had a shooting slump earlier in the year, and Izzo thought that that had a negative impact on Jaden Akins' defense. Lately, Akins has been shooting well, but Akins has really picked up his tenacity on defense, which helps everything. Matty Sissoko, you might, he, he's not exactly Patrick Ewing as an offensive player, but what he gives you in terms of ball screen defense is valuable. And now he's starting to rebound it better also. Two straight games, 12 rebounds. So the defensive rebounding, Sissoko, Akins, role players in some regards defensively has helped, uh, has helped the whole and Michigan State, I agree with you, is looking like a top 15 team right now. Now that's college basketball. Things can get a little random and trends can turn around quickly. So now we'll see whether they can sustain that or not. And it's interesting with the Big Ten. Nebraska's been a pleasant surprise at 12-2, and 2-1 and one on the conference. Yeah. Minnesota bumped to 2-1 and one when Michigan couldn't hit uh, anything uh, at the end. And they lost. And Indiana's up and down offensively. Northwestern is 10-3, and three, but I don't know if they're as good as their record. And uh, man, you, you scroll down, you don't get a losing record in the Big Ten. Nobody has a losing record until you get to Michigan. And I'm talking yeah. away from conference. 
Yeah, and the, the losses will accumulate. I'm, I'm thinking Penn State, that'll happen with them. They will accumulate losses. Minnesota's a little bit improved. But, you know, you're right. Nebraska, you know, they beat Michigan State and Lincoln um, in December, and Nebraska was good that day. Now, they made a few circus shots, but they run some split action where they feed the high post about 16 feet from the rim, and, and their center's a really good passer. And, Penn, and, and Nebraska, I'm not surprised that they've continued to win some of these games. They're, they're one of the more improved teams in the Big Ten, and I'm not sure. I think that has snuck up on some people. And you're right about Malik Hall. He's been different the last two games, 24 points last night against Penn State. I think he had an 18 against Indiana State. He's hitting the three-pointer, which they need occasionally from him, but also he's scoring in the low post, facing up, hitting little 15-footers. He's got a little drop step. Um not selfish, you know, efficient last night, 9 out of 12 from the field. Not a guy that's your go-to superstar, but someone that could give you some offensive um, compliments to, to their backcourt. And Tyson Walker, you know, he's been banged around a little bit. Tyson Walker hurt his rib cage diving out of bounds against Indiana State. They were icing his rib cage on the sideline last night when he came out of the game, but he was efficient as well, 9 out of 14 three out of four from deep. You know, Michigan State is a team last night, 10 out of 21 from three-point range. You figured that was going to come around at some point. They were historically bad earlier in the season, and that's what led to the loss to James Madison, who is still undefeated, by the way. But you knew that the percentages would, change, would turn around and help Michigan State at some point, and it certainly looked that way last night. And I think long-term, maybe they can get back to being a 40% three-point shooting team, which is what they were last year which had them among the top ten of the country in that stat. You can follow everything Michigan State basketball, Izzo and the crew, at SpartanMag.com. Uh, before I let you go, uh, the offseason, uh, the first go-around for Jonathan Smith, uh, how would you judge, gauge what he's done since he took over for Tucker? You know, every step it looks pretty good. Every, every step makes sense. They've done well in the transfer portal thus far with Aiden Childs coming in the quarterback from Oregon State. And they've done a good job. Uh, you know, this weekend they're going to have seven or eight defensive players in for uh, official visits. I'm talking about transfer portal visits. And, I mean, the, the depth chart and the roster is not completely put together. But they, they've made some good moves. There's a defensive end that was second team all-conference USA out of Middle Tennessee State, Quinn Dunnigan. He's a, a good addition as a defensive end. And, you know, um, the Jordan Turner linebacker from Minnesota, he helps. Meanwhile, they've retained some players out of the portal. They're still working on um, uh, on Zion Young, defensive end, who's going to be visiting Florida State this week, and they want to keep him from getting away on the portal. So there's still work to be done there. But so far, salvaged, uh, a salvageable recruiting class, and uh, they're taking steps in other areas as well. It's not like they're going to make a complete roster flip and become a top-15 team overnight. But the initial steps make a lot of sense to me, and it's pragmatic, and, and there's a lot of brain work going on and a lot of hustle, too. So those are good things to begin with, with, with Jonathan Smith at Michigan State. His name is Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Follow everything of Michigan State at SpartanMag.com. That is SpartanMag.com. Comp, appreciate the updates on Izzo and also Coach Smith, and we'll talk soon. Sounds great. Have a great day, great weekend. Drive carefully, everybody. Thanks. Appreciate All right. it, Bill. There he goes. What, is he wrapping up a concert? 
at Common Ground down in Lansing. What is he doing?